Segway without a handle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Segway. Without a handle. No, yeah. Segways have like handlebars, a yeah. pole that comes up in the middle and yeah. then you put your hands on both sides. This is a Segway with nothing to hold on to. It's just your feet. Yeah. We went on a, uh, a uh, ride. Yes. Our, our children both have a, a hoverboard yes. and the weather here has been nice enough where yeah. we live in our part of the country while practicing social distancing yeah we were we held up tape measures i cut pieces of yarn (laughs) that are six feet long so that everybody knows how far away to stay from each other and uh we're outside and we're on these hoverboards yeah and you are a grown man and i am a grown woman yes does it make you feel that we are too old oh a hundred percent Okay. 100% I am too old to be on one of those. Okay. Is there like is there an age limit to that kind of stuff? No, like, not at all. I mean, what's the age limit to breaking your ankle? I mean, at what age do you get to the point where you're like, I can't, you you can't walk into work with a broken ankle? I'm going to say 30, 36. 36. Shit. <laughs> okay, shit. shit. We're past it. <laughs> because I think that isn't that whole Britney Spears is. And she just like very famously broke her ankle and then shared the video of it on Instagram. And you can hear it break. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> so oh, you're on Britney Spears Instagram. <laughs> no, but it was a big <laughs> <laughs> We're not it was big enough that it like made it on the on what qualifies as the news on my okay. phone. Okay, 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 okay. It came across the feed. The news. Yeah, feed. it was like Eric Bernat. You want to know about this? You want <laughs> and you said yeah. yes, I do. Click. <laughs> okay, so at age thirty six. If you break your ankle and walk it's into work, upon. it's socially acceptable. No. But at age oh, 37, yeah. you walk into work and you break your ankle. It's like, okay, dude, like, what the are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm fucked. And then you say, like, hey, I, yeah. Oh, I was, I was on my kid's hoverboard. I was just hoverboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoverboarding. It's okay. That's all. I fell off the hoverboard. I think that, like, at that point, everybody's, like, response to you is just, like, they just shake their head, like, nah. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. You're stupid. But it's, th- so if you're 36, it's acceptable, but if you're 37, so it's not. not. Okay, I'm glad we, I mean, now this I is know. what we do. Yeah. We solve things at a shop. To be clear, Britney Spears was not hoverboarding, though. She was, like, freestyle Britney Spears dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would never do that. <laughs> not even at age 32 <laughs> no i mean she's doing it she's winning I, right yeah she's... she has more money than me so she's doing something right <laughs> is that what it is i she's guess doing... i mean she i mean would you hit that well yeah okay then she's doing something because right. that would be an amazing story <laughs> Britney Spears just called me up and said, like, hey, David, come over. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) boys and girls, come in, listen, and enjoy. It's time for Shut Up. I love 
you and only you and not Britney Spears. <laughs> By DNR. <laughs> Thank you so much for finding us. This show is about DMB. Uh, sort of. Well, there's DMB talk. I mean, we're going to change the format, I think. I know. Um, Chickens. Do you want to no. say ass order again? Because there's chicken talk. <laughs> okay. In us. All of all us. us. Everyone. You and I and you and you and you and you and you and you. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for finding us. I already did that part. <laughs> I'm Rachel, and I end DNR, and this is David. Good morning, Rachel. <laughs> How was your week? Apparently, it was really good. <laughs> and Eric, I, uh, it's D-E-R. D-E-R this, this week. week. This, this week. So we have our very Durr. best. <laughs> our very best friend. Oh, it's D-R-E. It's Dre. Dre. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I did it. Our very best friend, Eric, is here with us. Uh, Eric has not gotten to co-host a show with us yet, but I feel like he's going to do this with us a lot from here on out. He's uh, probably like every night. Wow. I'm excited. <laughs> I <laughs> I have the time, so yeah. Yeah, we I all mean, have we've time. all got the time right, right now. now. We all got the time. Thank you, friends. Um Thank you for finding us. We're so grateful you're hanging out with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, hope wherever you find yourself right now, um, we we just can't say it enough. Thank you. Um, it means the world to us that you're hanging out with us. Please find us anywhere you download podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, um, free, always free. Um, and please take a moment and... Uh, Give us a rating or a review or a quick uh, download. It, it like helps us out in so many different ways. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, like I said, we have a new, uh, not a new, a very old friend, Eric. No, uh, what a rude thing to say. He's no, not uh, that old. No, he's <laughs> <laughs> he's been our friend for a long time. I mean, a little while. For, like, uh, yeah, like six months. <laughs> no, forever. <laughs> <laughs> and by forever you mean since improv we go back we go way way back. way way back <laughs> way back and also there's like a like a i think a deeper connection that belies the physical length of time physical no, I've, work. yeah i've been waiting for you i've been waiting for yeah. you all my life we found like it's like oh there you are oh <laughs> oh, there. Oh, there. oh there i like that oh there you, you are. are i like that yeah <laughs> Isn't that a song? Isn't that like a Richard Marks song? I've been waiting for you I don't, all my life. I don't. I didn't listen to that music when you. Uh, <laughs> that something. All my life. <laughs> That's a different song. Yeah, yeah, you guys. You guys got this. Yeah, Who's, we did. So, did you say Richard Marks? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Uh, he was uh, John Bon Jovi's guitar player, wasn't he? Like, yeah. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Where are you pulling this from? Who did? Who are you? <laughs> who are you right now? Um, so yeah, and I could. I'm all wrong. I there's. I know nothing about what I just said. Uh, nothing. Oh yeah, uh, somebody's yelling that they're. <laughs> somebody is recording that, right now. They're yeah. yelling the, into the, their. More yeah. importantly, though, Eric, how have you been? <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, gosh, what have I been up to? <laughs> Watching a lot of, uh television which i don't normally do i don't watch a lot of stuff and so now i'm like oh i get it i get why everybody's like fucking watches this all the time 
<laughs> it's really good. Um, I like, I like, I found out that I really like chopped, which okay. I yep. didn't know. So <laughs> I my I know a lot of people are into it. My sister's really into it. And yeah. I was always like, um, having never seen an episode of it, <laughs> I did that thing where I was like, I'm going to tell you why I don't like it, but I've never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, I'm an expert on this thing that I don't know anything about. Yeah, I was like, I think that the thing that I don't like about cooking competition shows is that, like, I'm not able to taste the food. Yeah. And then, like, I had this whole, like, idiot, asshole, like, statement about it to make. And I made it out loud. And my sister was like, all right, do what you want to do. And then now I'm like, I can't stop watching them. Thank God there's, like, 36 seasons of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be there for a little while. Wait until you get into the Chop Jr. We started watching Chop Jr. with our children. And uh, they're into it. Yeah, they're into it now. Oh, yeah. Have you seen any of those yet? Yeah. It's nothing like watching a 10-year-old getting their ass handed to them. You're like, get (laughs) off the show. You're done. (laughs) They don't do that. You've been shocked. (laughs) Like, it's difficult to watch, like, precocious children. It, you're not yeah. wrong. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and also, like, I don't need to find more ways to feel like I'm just have failed in life to be like, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't do it by ten. No, this ten year old is a better chef than I am, and I've been doing this for longer than they've been alive. Yeah. <laughs> Times four. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Or, and they're like, they know what they want to do with their lives. Yeah. Or I'm even, like, I don't even knowing how to cook quinoa. Who knows how to cook quinoa? Nobody. I do. I don't. There's know instructions to... on the box. Usually. <laughs> who know, Who knows how to grill chickens? Uh, Minami. <laughs> <laughs> <Not me. Not me. laughs> yeah. You schmarmy little 10 year old knowing how to read the box and cook quinoa. Even knowing how to spell quinoa. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, I made a ragu, but like, (laughs) like a jar ragu, but like a, like R-A-G-O-U-T. Is that, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's very French of you. Isn't that French? (laughs) I don't know. No, it's, it it, wasn't an Italian. Is it an Italian? I mean. I was way off. If it's a sauce, right? (laughs) There's an, well, there's an accent over the O, so it loses, I don't, like, I lose all connection. I have no clue. I don't know. So, Eric, how do we know each other? In we your, know each other, in, in you, like, from my point of view. Yeah, yes. in your definition. Um, We know each other. Dave and I were in the same level one and level two class. Yes. And so we saw each other once a week for six weeks and then another six weeks after yes. a short break. Yes. And then Rachel, I met at the end of that first six week period when we had a class show. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you came and then I had already realized by this point that like Dave was like a, like a sweetheart. But like when I first met him, he was like, had a motorcycle helmet and a leather jacket and was like, Doing a lot to, in my perception, to be like, I'm kind of a badass. And then yeah. uh, later I was like, oh, he 
he is a badass of a different sort. He's not like a like a <laughs> He's not the asshole kind of badass. No, he's like a just like a sweet, generous Teddy like huggly, huggly. Huggly? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You should get that tattooed on your neck. Huggly. Okay. Um, yeah, I rode the very first improv class I went to, I rode my motorcycle there, um, because one, I like to ride my motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, the, the teacher, the, the, whatever teacher made a connection to motorcycles. So I like, I was very, um, nervous. I didn't know anybody. I was like doing something I've never done before. Um, so it, he made a connection. So I just like, just, all right, I'm just going to go with the, this whole motorcycle thing. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> I played a character. Yeah. You know? And Eric saw through my character. But not right away. You played it very well because I didn't <laughs> recognize. I didn't. It took me like a couple of weeks to figure it out. Because when I first met you, I was like, oh, this guy rides a motorcycle. Oh, thanks. That guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy. That guy. <laughs> yeah. But like in a way that like you were still holding the helmet. That's what like and you might not literally have been holding it. But in my mind, you were like holding the helmet for yeah. like some of the class. <laughs> just just I might as well have it on my head wearing it. Yeah. Just um, with the visor up. With the visor up. Hey, look into my eyes. Into my motorcycle helmet wearing eyes. It's an intimidating environment that especially that first improv class of level one, because like everybody's trying to prove that they have something to be there for, but everybody's like feeling like that they don't have a reason to be there or that they're not good enough to be there, not funny enough. And so everybody's trying to present some sort of like facet of themselves that, that they think is going to be like their thing. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. And and we don't know. We like I've never done that thing before, so I just didn't know. Right. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't understand what yes ending was, or um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something funny, like some kind of improv comedy thing that makes me feel smart right now. That and I know you've it. got nothing. <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> All out the yeah. window. Yeah. So all the games that they were playing, uh, people perception. And then, yeah, you're meeting new friends, you're talking to new people, and then you're also learning something and you're, you know, you go in with the idea like, you know what? I, I like comedy. I think I'm funny. You know, I look funny. So no, you, you went in with the concept of I am funny and I'm going to steal the show. D- is that what you think? Yes. Hunter P. I you left, not. you left this house and you said, I'm going to be the best student in this well, class. Well, just so you know, I was not. Uh, and then you came back and you were like, they saw through me. <laughs> I met this guy named Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. He's funny. <laughs> and, is, isn't it weird? I mean, we don't, like, as adults, usually take classes. Okay, yeah. Do we? No. Like, yeah. in... No, not normally. Right, no, you're not wrong. In the... Um, I I was, you know, there. everybody has all kinds of time on their hands, and I took this quiz, and 
It said, how do you like to learn? Do you like to take classes? Do you like to, and mine is read. I like to read. I will read on any topic and I will become what I consider an expert. Mm -hmm. Um, but to sign up to take a class, I don't want to commit. Yeah. There's a level of commitment there that is hard for everyday life. Yeah. You know, your everyday life now in this world, you're like too busy. even to audit like, a college course, like, eh, yeah. I just let me read the book. Yeah. I mean, there's just, I got like, I can barely understand how I'm going to get dinner made. I got two you kids. Don't. <laughs> you know how you're going to get dinner made. You're going to go, right, mom, mom. That's yes. what's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, friends. So we, uh, me and Eric met through improv. We, we hung out. Uh, we went, we took a couple classes together. It was fun. And, um, I told him I do this thing. I was like, Eric, I do this, this crazy little podcast thing. And he was like, oh, you're silly. At first, I don't know that you believed me. Well, there was something about the, I feel like. Were you telling me, were we like having drinks afterwards? No. It, Is that uh, what you Maybe. Me? Yeah, maybe. And uh, it, I think it took you a while to listen, I think. Because it takes most people a while <laughs> it to listen. It takes most people a while to listen. Uh, well, it's because also like you were like, I do a podcast about, I think you told me Dave Matthews Band and Chickens. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not opposed to either one of those things, but I don't no, know much about chickens and I know probably less about the Dave Matthews band, but, and your listeners are all like, who's this asshole? Not at all. Not at all. I hope not. I don't mean it offensively. What I have heard I've liked, but I don't like, I don't know. It's like a, a band that I know is super prolific and I know has like crazy long live shows. Yeah. Not crazy long, like crazy, like they go, they jam and their audience is like there for it. Yes. And like, if they like go and like, they're just like playing and then it's yeah. that. Yeah. You're saying if their the audience right is there for as much as I'm there to watch Britney Spears freestyle in her. <laughs> I, I LA. Yeah. Yes. Um, but so much so that, um, you, you decided to take a listen and you became, uh, uh, I, I don't want to say a fan of the show. Are you a fan of, I'm version? a fan of the show. Okay. Yeah. And, and I listen to, I'm a little bit behind, like, in like I haven't listened sometimes when something is like, if I haven't listened to it and it's two weeks past, then I'm like, Oh, I just want to hear what's like going on currently. Yeah. With correct. That. And that's okay. Yeah. We're grateful that you listened and thank you for listening a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wanted to hear your perspective because, um, I guess now that you brought up the Dave Matthews band, I guess for me is being a fan, I want to change the format of our show (gasps) and, um, we're having the inside talk right now. This Mm. is how this is campfire talk. Yeah. This This is is soundboard. This is soundboard conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe Dave Matthews band fans are, um, insatiable in their appetite for the Dave Matthews band. Agreed. They want to talk about Dave Matthews band all the time. So no, I they, don't agree with that. I That's the vibe I get. They like eat, breathe, drink. Cause here's the thing. 
I'm a Dave Matthews Band fan. Yes. You are a Dave Matthews Band fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I keep going. I know. I want to. I want to use the Please. words. Uh, our <laughs> our good friend Devin is a Dave Matthews Band fan. Yes. Our bus people. Dave Matthews Band. Fan. Okay. We have had multiple conversations with all of those people, and Dave Matthews never even got brought up. Yes, they're, they're, that's the part I want to say. I believe we are a Dave Matthews Band podcast for people that aren't always a fan of the Dave Matthews Band. Okay. <laughs> so, we are a podcast, and we happen to be Dave Matthews Band fans. We've yes. said that before, but we are yes, not actually correct. a podcast about the, the Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews Band. Band. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. We just yeah. wanted to put in our tagline the things that we are we talk like, about the most. Yeah, things that we like. And this is. But a is it fair to say that because I've listened to now like a number of these, and there are many of them where the Dave Matthews Band doesn't really come up at all. You're correct. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's what I want to say is by changing the format to say that we are not on, we are we are Dave Matthews Band podcast for non Dave Matthews Band fans because we get there's a lot of Dave Matthews Band fans that listen to our show and be like, "Oh, they don't really talk about Dave Matthews being a whole bunch. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we're just fans, you know, we're fans. Like, yeah, no, fans. you know what? I'm okay with saying that we are not, again, we are not a podcast about Dave Matthews band. I am but, okay with saying that, but I guess I wanted to get Eric's perspective. So here's oh, where sorry, the question sorry, comes sorry. in. Here's sorry, where the question goes. Cause Eric is not, <laughs> <laughs> Eric is not a Dave Matthews band fan. But it's he does listen to our show, and he has listened to our show for, and now he has a level of appreciation for the band. He just said it. He was like, "Oh, these guys are like something cool that you go." And you're right. The the they jam for a long time, and the fans are like super into it the whole time. They're singing songs, and and then the pre-show that goes on, and all the hugging. There's lots of hugging. So if you like to hug, like come to a Dave Matthews Band show because you will get hugged. You know. So, uh, not for the next few weeks. <laughs> yes. You are not wrong, sir. <laughs> um, Social but I will wave to you from the window. Yeah. Uh, so you're asking me like, do I, how I think yeah, you so, should yeah, like so, weigh in? Yeah. I shared the podcast with you and you started listening and you were like, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, and I do. I downplay it to people most of the time when I don't want somebody to listen to my show. I say, oh, yeah, I do a podcast, but it's about Dave Matthews Band. Don't worry about it. And most of the people are like, I'm not a fan of Dave Matthews Band. I'm, I'm like, not OK, gonna, don't listen. I'm not going to listen to the show. And it's a good way for me to tell people to not listen to the show by asking them to listen to the show. Because it'll also, uh, by saying that, it just turns them off. You went the other way. You were like, okay, I am going to listen to this show. And you listen to the show. Now you have, I feel like you have a, an appreciation for the band that you may not have had before. Am I wrong, sir? Um, I feel like my appreciation for the band is the same as before I listened to your podcast. Okay. And that, like, that, my, my knowledge of them. And my opinion of them, I think I had before. Okay. My opinion being like, I think that they're like a super talented group of people. Yeah. I don't even know how many are in the band. I know there's Dave Matthews and then there's some other people. Um, 
So I think like, I feel like they're culturally relevant enough to be like, have earned it. Okay. In some way. And I think you do that by like being really solid for, and I think they've also been doing this for a long time. Oh. It's like the grateful dead. Yes. I don't know. I can't tell you like I, that driving that train high on cocaine. <laughs> that's like the one grateful dead thing that I know, but I would never be like, I just, I'm like, Oh, it somehow stayed in my Hannah Montana, another, another music <laughs> great Hannah, Mon- Hannah, Hannah Montana, uh, you know, uh, things that just didn't like happen to cross my radar. somehow. yeah, no understood. And it's just like, we don't, um, we got connected to this thing via our, uh, age, I guess maybe. Yeah. Radio play. Yeah, radio play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So, um, nonetheless, so Eric, how do you, um, what's your favorite part about improv? This is how we know each other. This is our thing. What's your favorite part about improv? My favorite part about improv. So, my friend Eric is very, very good at improv, just so you know, friends. And if you get a chance to go see him, um, go see him. We'll, we'll, We'll give him a chance to promote his socials here in a minute. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, I think like what's the, um, what was the question? What is my favorite favorite part? part? Yeah. What's there like, well, how'd you get into doing this thing and you keep, you're continuing doing it because one, you're very good at doing it. Okay. Um, I got into it in New York. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think because I was working with a, I was working at a restaurant and there was a cocktail waitress who was taking classes at Upright Citizens Brigade. And she taught, she was like, oh, you should try to check this out. And so I went to a class and I was like, I had been pursuing acting while I was in New York, but I kind of like stopped by then. And so it was like a fun way to get up on stage in front of people and do stuff, but like low stakes and you didn't have to like audition. You could just like take a class. And then I started performing regularly there. Um, and you did have to audition at that point, but, um, uh, that doesn't really answer the question. I like the spontaneity (laughs) of it. Yeah. I like the people, I really like the people who are drawn to it. Like people who are drawn to improv are like, tend to be like often like super socially uncomfortable in their lives. And I definitely relate to that. Um, a lot of people are pretty shy, uh, and I can relate to that. And then we all have this like weird sort of like nerd love, okay. um, of, yeah. of this like really like imperfect art form. That's like, can I commonly enough in the, like this sort of like social ethos that like improv is like an eye rolling experience. Yes. Um, like they made, it's made fun of now on TV. So like, uh, my roommates in a fucking improv troupe, I have to go see it. And so we all know that it's like, uh, can be not great, but it can, but when it's brilliant, it's like, there's nothing better. Yeah. In the, in when it's good, there's nothing better. When I had, because the the couple experiences I had performing, and both of those times were with you, and when we performed, it, I walked away feeling great. I felt high as a kite. I felt like, oh my goodness, this was amazing. And I had other people coming up to us and were like, I have never done this, or I've seen improv before, and it was horrible. When you guys did it, you like it was.
was fun and amazing and awesome and it was really really good so i don't know what uh, all my experiences have always been from other people very uplifting for me you know so so much so that i really like doing this thing you know i'm i'm disappointed that life is not giving me the opportunity to continue to do this right now I know so much so that I know I am changing what I'm doing with with uh, you know my uh, tree or, or interest tree. We've talked about this. I am starting to prune some things that I thought I really loved doing. Now I'm going. Ah, I don't know that I like doing that. I want to. Uh, you want to apply your time somewhere else. I want to apply my time somewhere else. Right. There's something that you're more interested in doing, and it's not that you. So we friends, just so you know, today. We parted with our chicken coop. Yeah, no more. <gasps> yeah. We parted. I with gasped. It. I know. <laughs> did you clutch your pearls? <gasps> I did. I did. <laughs> um, we, uh, we gave it to someone who wanted chickens. Yes. And it's not that we don't want chickens. It's that we want to do so much other stuff with our time that we don't have the correct amount of time to apply to our chickens. Yeah. They need a certain amount of attention and we do we cannot designate that for them. They're animals. Yes. They Can like I them. ask you a question? Yes. Yes. Always. Or a couple of questions. Yeah. Yeah. Where like was the chicken coop physically in on your property and yes. now it's gone? Okay. Correct. I didn't know if it was like something that you went somewhere and like there was a collective. No. no. How big was it? It was rather large. That's what she said. <laughs> in, yes. If, in, in the past tense. It was. It was. It was, it was rather it large. It was rather large. Uh, now it's gone. And now it's gone. <laughs> it was so, no, it, was, uh, it, so it took four grown men all of their strength to lift it. Yes. That's how big it was. Yeah. And, we, and then did you put it on like a flatbed truck? On a trailer, yes. Yes. And they hauled it away. And, then, and it went away. And I, we were, it was sad to see it go. No, I was, I was doing like big open armed circles, like what's at the beginning of the sound of music going, ah. <laughs> Rachel was not upset to see the chicken coop go. Not and at it, all. <laughs> And yes, um, yeah, life has taken us down a different road. So now we have to, like, we don't have the the time and dedication and things that we can do to put towards the chicken as, as much as we used to. Right. Yeah. Correct. So, um, giving... You can take your dog on vacation with you. You cannot take a flock of chickens on vacation with you. You can't. <laughs> you really can't. You can't. So. And, and just so you know, when you leave for a week, those chickens they still, still need fed and watered every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. And we have, we have some plans this summer. Yeah. So we had to choose between Dave Matthews man or chickens. And we chose, oh. the, <laughs> we chose the Dave Matthews man. This is like ironically the most Dave Matthews band chicken version of this <laughs> podcast that I've heard ever. I know. That's why I was saying like we have DMB talk and we have chicken talk. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, the, the entrance we're, we're starting to prune things, get rid of things, um, so that we can apply 
more time and focus into the stuff that we really want to do long term. Long term, yeah. yeah. That's I mean the podcast. We're definitely one hundred percent dedicated to our podcast, and in in part of that, <laughs> to the point where I walked away from a hug so I could make <laughs> it to podcasting in time. Yeah, and then the other part of it is um, I want to do more improv. I believe our podcast is better because of improv and I want to continue to do improv. So, um, yeah, yeah. walking away from the chickens was part of that thing yes. to be like, Hey, I don't have time for this, but I do have time for this other thing. So, um, I don't know that I'm good at improv. I know that I like doing it. Right. You want to apply your time there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you think that it makes our podcast better. <laughs> Rachel, what's your opinion about that? <laughs> no, uh, it's it's all the things. I still keep my tail between my legs for the uh, three hours of improv that I took. Um, I, I'm still crying on the inside sometimes about that one. Uh, the, yeah, you have to be able to go with the flow in its content and yeah. uh, agreed. Like we, we talk about how content is king and you have to come up with things to talk about. And there's times where like, fuck, nothing interesting happened this week. What do I want to talk about? Or yeah. last minute look at, like, oh yeah, I wanted to read this whole article about this topic so we can talk about it. And now I got to cram in two minutes <laughs> <laughs> to become an yeah. expert on the subject. Um, but this is agreed. This is definitely an interest for us and whatever it is that we need to do to keep this going. I am willing to do that. Yeah. If it means some traveling, it means some traveling. If it means finding uh, random strangers that are willing to do an interview while they're in their home, then let's do that. Whatever. <laughs> whatever it's yeah. going to take. I mean, if Eric had to say, Eric, would, I think Eric would like to have you as an improv, improv partner. I don't think that's a good idea. No, see, something happened. And I know, I remember all these things that happened in the terms of like, so for, your listeners who don't or who are like, first of all, why are they talking about improv so much? But what, so we do the classes, like the class is like usually what? Three hours long. Yeah. Three hours long. No, your guys's was an hour every week. No, I took a three hour. No, we did from like, yeah. Seven to 10. Yeah. Seven to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And (laughs) then, so we do that like from seven to 10 and then we did like, the theater encourages us to all go out for like a drink afterwards. And I don't need a lot of arm twisting for that. So I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I'll go. And Dave's kind of the same way. So we were often like sitting next to each other and then like getting to know each other afterwards. And after I met Rachel, I made a comment where I was like, Dave, I really like you. Oh no, it was, it was not it was before I met you. It was when I started listening to the podcast. Okay. And I said, I made a comment to Dave, like over a drink <laughs> casually. Oh, I, I remember was like, now. I think that you're like smart and funny. I'm like head over heels in love with your wife. Yes. And then like in a platonic, <laughs> I'm not a threat <laughs> because I'm not homosexual. Um, 
So I was like, I just think that your wife is like fantastic. And I feel like in that moment, you interpreted that, that I thought Rachel was like funnier than you. Yeah. Yeah. And, that and is that's what okay. you said. That <laughs> is, I, and that's okay. Eric. That's it's not what not, he that's meant. That's not how I meant it. You yeah. read between the lines and it was incorrect. And uh, Eric, you're not the only one to say that. A lot he of didn't people say it. <laughs> David, quit putting words in other people's mouths. You are famous yeah. for that. I never said it. I said that like, there was, like you're right, I you're felt right. a connection. Like I just hearing her, I was like, Oh, she's like, we're supposed to be friends. And then this is, this is what happened. Let me explain. Okay. Eric said the words, I want to see your wife's tits. And what you heard was Rachel is funnier than David. <laughs> True story. Yes. yes. <laughs> true story. True story. It happened. That's a, that's yeah. like Quit if you have any pictures on your phone right now. Zero. Zero. <laughs> Nothing. Um, Not. So since no. then, I think you also interpreted it to, like you extrapolated it further to be like, oh, Eric doesn't think I'm very funny. No. Not no, only no, like not at all. That's not the case. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I know, you know, me and you had our connection. Well, like we, when we would get on stage, I enjoyed those scenes. We had fun and you yeah. could, and people could see that, you know? No. We, yeah. There, and there's something to be said about, um, the, the you want to, the people that you are doing improv with, with you, ideally want to have worked with them before and know how to work with this person. It's, you know, it's a form of acting. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And you're acting on the spot. So you have to have some kind of, uh, rapport back and forth. And that's one reason why the studio encouraged drinking after to get to know the people that you're doing this with. So that when you put on a show, you guys know, and you guys clicked well, so yes, yes. when you two were on stage together, it worked well. You guys knew how to banter. You'd done it before yeah. in that experience. And that's a big part of it. The, you know, the more you do, the better you become. You can pick up on people's mannerisms and quirks quickly so that you can feed into that on stage. And when you two would get on stage together, it was hilarious because you fed each other and you fed off of each other and, it, it was fun. Yeah. But I, in, I believe the whole class was fun. Like, I believe. Oh, agreed. The, agreed. Yeah. Our whole, all our classes were agreed. fun. And I, and I had fun doing them. And Eric's great. You know, he, he is the best improv player that I have ever played with. And that's probably very small because I don't, haven't played with the whole. Yeah, bunch of he knows everyone that you. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely due to your lack of experience. And not no, but ag- agreed. Like yeah. there are many people that agreed that a, the, yeah. the people that you guys were yeah. in with that yeah. Eric is very good. I'm yeah. here. Let me blow some smoke. <laughs> um, you, we should probably no. just like talk about something beside him. Okay. Now. Um, <laughs> but I, as an outsider, I want to say someone who was sitting in the, audience and watching with you two my favorite part is that you guys both were pushing the content onto the other person instead of yes anding you're both going no this is the character you're going to play and it was oh, hilarious yeah. <laughs> to see this power struggle between you guys because you were both good at it and you like you you fed it well and oh, that was so um sorry i shouldn't have said anything <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, yes, and and Eric did have the one conversation with me, and he said that you were a beautiful person, and I I agree. We've had other people say the same thing, like, oh, we connect with. It's I'm organic. Yeah, that's yeah, all it is. Yeah, so and that's okay, and I right. still love you always you and better. forever, no matter if you're funnier than me than not. That's okay. David, I, do I will not, never be funnier. Than I you. do not take offense to that at all. None I will whatsoever. Never be I promise you, you right now, I am not. Offended. I know that's why I'm saying. I need <laughs> I am you not. to believe the words that I am saying. I will <laughs> never be funnier happening. than you. I totally Shut up. I love you so much. <laughs> you guys, you just did the title of your show. I know. I know. It's almost like we've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, we were doing a bit. Uh, um, so where, where we live in our part of the world, the weather is becoming nice and we're getting to spend more time outside. And that means that there are more colors popping up. And I had a little bit of a splurge and I needed more color in my life. Oh yeah. So I yeah, made window paint. Yeah. Uh, haphazardly made window. Yeah, I just threw it together. Um, but, you know, Pinterest is, I'm a woman, so Pinterest is my best friend. And I looked up how to make window paint, and I made window paint, and I cleaned off my big double patio doors. And I said, come here, kids, we are painting. And I painted a big rainbow, and my daughter painted a dragon, and my other daughter painted a flower. And as she's painting her flower, I'm watching this happen. And she started with the stalk of the flower. Yeah. And then she added leaves. Yeah, precarious leaves. Yeah. Like right at the bottom. Yeah. Two round. Two two round leaves, like what a child would draw uh, with this big stalk of a flower with nothing at the top. Uh, my my kid dick. was painting a penis yeah, on, the, a on the yeah on, on the, the door. back door, <laughs> and I'm too, laughing. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like eighteen inches. Like yeah, it's, that was a yeah. good quality dick. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm like, David, you gotta take a picture of this. And he's like, No, let her let her finish. I'm like, No, that's why you take the picture now, because once <laughs> she finishes, it's not gonna be so funny. Um, <laughs> so I took pictures, friends, and I posted it on Instagram. Um. So if you want to go look at my daughter's green penis, <laughs> well, not her green penis, my daughter's picture of a green penis and balls, um, it's yeah. there. And you want to, maybe like, she was picturing like a cactus. No, she, no, she, she finished the flower. I put the, whole it was definitely on. a flower. It's, it's it like a, 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 yeah, a yeah. daisy or, you know, sunflower or something. It's yellow. Yeah. A- accidental penises happen in the world. All the time. All the, all all the, the time. time. I just ran accidental across penis. <laughs> accidental that's, penis. That's, that's the title of the show. <laughs> accidental penis. <laughs> I mean, um, I just ran across a social media thing where a friend was making cookies and, um, she was making lighthouses and the cookie stamp, she was stamped the lighthouses and it had a long lighthouse shaft with a mound underneath and, and the cookies like expanded and sure enough, she made a bunch of penises. Accidental penises. (laughs) Accidental, accidental penises everywhere. So, I mean, yeah. like a lot of accidental things happen with my penis, but like my <laughs> penis itself is not an accident. But like there's a lot of stuff in my life that is a result 
of actually like what like what biologically is happens with my penis or like how it drives me to do things that uh, later I can like reframe them as accidents. I could be like, well, that was an accident, but it's not. Damn I, you it, penis. Wasn't, it wasn't an accident. It was just a mistake. It was a mistake. And then I'm like, Oh, I had a penis accident, uh, but it was just like, I, I like, slept with somebody that I didn't <laughs> want to sleep with that oh, I don't we can, like. Yeah, but we can call them penis accidents now from now on. Yeah. It happens like, all the like time. It, it's like, whoops. whoops, penis accident. <laughs> oh, God, I stuck it where? <laughs> penis yeah. accident. It's okay. Yeah. No, David's already said that to me before. Oops, penis accident. I didn't mean to stick it there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, that's exactly where you meant to stick it. And I've said no. Shame on you. <laughs> Yeah. Red, red, red. <laughs> but speaking of sex, we started watching a new show. We started watching a new show. What show? Um. Okay. So my, I want, I want to start with my very conservative work friend. Oh, uh, was saying, oh, you know, I we we talk about uh, Jane Austen. And we, I love reading her books and in yeah. my eyes, no one in the world is better than mm-hmm. Mr. Darcy. And, uh, so she said, Oh, you like time period stuff. I'm watching this show. You should watch this show. It's called Outlander. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't gr- mean to grunt like that, but I feel like it's like, is it? Okay, keep going. No, no, it's a, it's a time period piece. Like it takes yeah. place in like uh, mid so to late 18th century, 18th century Scotland. Yeah. Um. So there's the Highlander life. It, you know, no electricity, uh, goats in farms, and yes. they're they're currently fighting, fighting the, the yeah fighting the redcoats. They're fi- fighting the British army and trying to stay their own country or become their own country away yeah. from England again because England absorbed yeah. everybody. And it's uh it's an interesting show. It's a romance novel. It is. Uh, it is a romance. Yeah. Do they time travel in it? Yes. Yes. Yes, there is oh, time right. travel. Okay. Yeah, there's time traveling in it. Um, there is a there's a lot of nudity and a lot of sex. Yeah, and, and I, I was guess. just so surprised when I saw this because of my friend. Like I, you know, I she's, I mean, she's married. Uh, so I assume she knows what sex is. <laughs> but other than that, like I she's she's not a sexual person and that's absolutely 100% okay. I just did not expect the suggestion from her. And yeah. the further along we go in watching this show, the more embarrassed I become <laughs> because <laughs> man, they really get in there. Yeah. There's a couple times Ra- Rachel goes, I don't know that I can watch this with you right now. Yeah. Like, and this yeah. is my husband who I share everything with. And I'm going, Oh my gosh, that's just, Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. But the, I guess for me in watching the show is one as uh, a male um, that likes boobies. There's a lot of them. Yeah. So I continually watch the show because I like boobies and there's boobies in the show. Yeah. Everywhere. There's boobies all around. They can't stop showing them. I They do like twice an episode. They stop showing boobs. I mean, but it's still like there's boobies everywhere. Okay. Nonetheless, nonetheless, um, not that I, I just wanted to say boobies. Yeah, I know. And and 
<laughs> it, but um, the commonality of sex in that show was very. I was taken aback by it. Um, like the understanding that we all are people, the human, the humanity aspect of it is we're all people. We're all doing life, you know, and sex is part of our life. So, and sex is part of their lives. So in that show, and again, it's a show made in wherever Hollywood, whatever. I, I, I don't know if it's real or not real. There's it's time not period. real. It's not real. You know what? You're right. It's, not <laughs> it's a TV show. Like, do you thought maybe part of you thinks it's a documentary? Like you're like, am I watching? <laughs> yeah. Did they film this back in 1745? Yeah. But the, but they talk about sex like it's every day, like it's just like. And I was like, man, I I feel like we're missing that in our world, and maybe it's changing in a on a daily day on a day to day basis. There's people out there still having those conversations, you know. But you know, guys. Have, talking about, hey, yeah, I'd like to have sex with my wife, or hey, you know, I, you know, I want to go to a whorehouse because of this thing, or, um, you know, whatever the situation is, they like they address sex in that show very openly, and the characters are very honest about it. Like, hey, you want to bury your cock in this person, and I'm like, oh, shit, they just said that out loud. And I shouldn't be embarrassed by them saying that because it's the truth. Yeah, I don't understand where you're going with this. Just the you think that like it's just not in real life. You find that like we don't have these frank conversations. Yes, correct. Okay, it doesn't feel real because of that. But in our world today, it's like how can they have a TV show about this thing? That's, you know, and maybe it is an 18th century TV show. Maybe it's not real. 100% because it's entertainment. Okay. Also, like, you might just need to work in a restaurant for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, like, I when... Will... <laughs> it's very frank. Yeah, like, the, people... Um, like... What was that one? Waiting? Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Um, that was in the 90s, though. So? <laughs> That's true. Was it wrong? <laughs> no, Okay. But maybe it's different now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's progressed. <laughs> but there is something very much like that I think is tied in with like, you know, like our social awareness that grows and changes where like we're it's really been hammered home in the last couple of years that like not everybody wants to hear like how you got laid last night. Oh, and people yeah. could like interpret that as something, uncom- you know, like. So we know, I think, better now than to be like, so this guy was sucking my dick, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Just be like, censor your self for your audience. Uh, yes, 100%. Um, so, yeah, that's what I was thinking is like we have a friend that I, I don't want to say he's a prude. It's not that. that he just doesn't want to hear about it. I, he doesn't want to, and that's okay. That's acceptable, which sometimes you cross the line a little bit as a joke when we're all drunk uh, and he's laughing, like he's crossed the line, you know, he's crossed his own line. I've seen it happen. Um, but when he's not around, it's definitely, it's more acceptable to talk 
about those kinds of things than when he is around that you like what Eric was saying, you know, you know what your audience is, you know, who you're talking to you. Yeah, but I guess there's still people in the world that go, oh, he just said boobies, <gasps> you know, correct. And, there and, are. And, and I just, in my head, I go, I don't know that I understand that anymore. Like in our world, like, you know, we, we, being a prude in the world we live in right now doesn't make sense to me. Mm. And but it's still there. It's still yeah. We we're only twenty thirty years removed from the eighties or from the seventies or whatever. I mean, eighties was definitely sexually progressive, but maybe even the seventies. Oh, but you know, yeah. Um, we're definitely thirty years removed from the eighties. Just so you know. Oh, we are. Yeah. Is that basic math? Yeah. I think we're 40. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're between 30 and 40 years away from the age. Um, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's still okay to respect people's boundaries. And that's so that to me falls back into what we are all living right now. There is a pandemic. Yeah. And everyone is doing their hardest to keep their social distance. That's what we're calling it is a social distance where you should be no less than six feet away from individuals. I mean, if you live in the same home, you live in the same home. There's really not much you can do about that. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my favorite jokes, our friend's dad said, how long is this supposed to, this uh, social distancing supposed to laugh? Last, the wife keeps trying to get into the house. And I lost it. I like I thought that was the most hilarious. I don't know who wrote it, but that's one of the most hilarious jokes I've heard in a Every long time. Every man ever. Yeah. Um, but the you you want to respect what other people feel about this. We have friends um, that we, we feel like we are comfortable with their situation. They are comfortable with our situation. We have done things at each other's homes, even though right now that is not acceptable because we are both okay with that. Both families are okay with that. All the adults have discussed it and we have decided we are okay with that. We have people in our lives that are not okay with that. We don't go knock on their door and ask them to borrow a cup of sugar and touch hands when we're getting the sugar from them because we, we respect them and we know what their boundaries are. And that's the same, you know, that, uh, so there's people in your life that, you know, you shouldn't talk about boobies in front of them and you don't because you respect them. And yeah, to you, boobies are not a big deal and you want to be able to talk about it whenever you want. But there's also people in your life that you respect and you respect their boundaries. Yes. So you don't. Correct. There's social right. situations where right. you can't talk about boobies. You shouldn't. Or you can't talk about boobies. You shouldn't. And that's okay. You saw, you sounded like you were smoking. Eric, were you just smoking? No, I, did, I was like t inhaling to say something. Okay. And then I was like, I thought about it and I thought, am I? Because to me, boobies are no big deal. But to, I don't think this is like a, a betrayal of confidence. To like my niece, who is not going to listen to this, so it's fine. Um, but like, you know, Just going through, a name. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to a person in my life who is going through like puberty, if she hears like adult males like talk about boobies and like sort of like a uh, salacious or sort of like way, okay. it makes her self-conscious of her or aware of her body in okay. a way that she's not prepared to deal with Agreed. yet. She's not she doesn't know how to navigate, nor should she at, you know, some Agreed. T early teenage years, yeah. like you're aware of new things and you don't know how to navigate them and stuff. And then you can, so that's an example of like, an, cause boobies is such an innocuous word to me. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. But I can see if I look at it from that perspective, also as like people who grew up in the eighties and nineties, as we did, like we didn't have that sort of cultural awareness of those things. Like we had, it was different. So we all like kind of just dealt with it and like, oh yeah, we learned to like tune it out or like whatever. But I don't know that that's necessarily the. No, we, David and I actually had a discussion about that this week that, um, he, he wrote an email and at the beginning of the email, he made sure to reference both, uh, like masculine and feminine genders. Mm -hmm. But then through the rest of the email, he only used the masculine words. He didn't use both. And someone made a comment about that. Like the, he, he had this draft written, someone read the draft and said, Hey, you need to include all masculine and feminine Throughout the whole year. Throughout. And Regardless that right. I said it one time, I need to say it every, every time. Every time. And to David, he thought, well, that's, I don't understand why that's a big deal. So he had me read it. And me as a female said, no, I understand why that's a big deal. I, under, I understand that you think it's not a big deal because you have not had to deal with this growing up. But as a female who has had to deal with this growing up, you, you had to get used to what feels like ignoring it or becoming immune to it or just, you know, you, you get tough and deal with it. It's a man's world. And the thing is, it shouldn't have to be. And that's exactly what that fell back on was that you didn't even realize it because you never had to deal with it. So okay. that's why we I don't mean, talk yeah, about boobies. I agree with you. <laughs> But I guess I was getting more back to, and it, just to kind of bring back the topic, the commonality of sex and social media moment. I read a story on uh, as I was going through Twitter, and I don't remember the the handle. If I was better, I would I would have wrote this down at the thing. But the basically the the story was um, everybody's in an apartment complex. A super nice day. Everybody oh. had their windows open, and um, they're all everybody. But you have nothing else to do. You're just sitting in your apartment. We're complex. all inside right yeah. now. Yeah, and two people were going to town. They were having very passionate sex, and the woman was loud and boisterous, and she came like she got off, and everybody in the apartment complex clapped afterwards. Which like, is funny. Which is funny. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not funny that she had an orgasm. That's fantastic that she had an orgasm. Good job, buddy. But right. It was it was almost like entertainment and yeah. you know, the crescendo happened, so everybody cheered. But it was a commonality that everybody could relate to. Everybody knew what was going on. Everybody knew what was happening. Everybody uh, yes, knew when agreed. she you know, when she cried out her her whatever 
thing that she did, everybody knew, oh, she's at that place right now. And then everybody decided at that moment to be like, hooray, you know, good for you. And it was funny and jovial at the time, but it was a level of commonality that we all understood that I don't know that you could have that before that but i feel Bef- like before coronavirus yeah. <laughs> before coronavirus <laughs> yes uh but i feel like that what i seen there and what i'm watching on this tv show is the same like i see yeah. 10 guys standing around this other guy cheering going hey you're doing this thing you're uh that we all do but that we all do and everybody's clapping for okay. the guy doing so, okay it. that's the commonality that's so the, let me yeah. let me ask you this but you're right eric the 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 teenage girl like i don't want my daughters i have daughters right now i don't, don't wanna, want them exposed to i don't it. want them exposed to that i want them to keep their innocence on that you know so. yeah i think in that in that apartment building story i'm picturing it all that like everybody there is of a certain age and has been exposed to something. And that, that, that spontaneous applause moment is something that's like a celebration of life, which sex is the origin of life. We're all worried about our lives right now. We're worried about the lives of our loved ones. And so when we like hear this, like very human thing happening, it's happening in a way that's uninhibited and, free and uncensored and kind of like raw yeah like and we can all applaud that and be like fuck yeah we need a little (laughs) we need a little intimacy right now right we're like we're physically separated we're scared and 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 so like yeah fuck them if you got them i guess like i don't (laughs) is that a quote from mama mia (laughs) I hope not. If it is, I'm going to go. <laughs> so, many, so many episode titles. So many. So many. Yeah. Um, Wait, uh, Rachel, you were going to say something yeah, earlier. Okay. You had, And then I feel like I interrupted you. I feel like I interrupted her. It's a, No, it's okay. The That's what I meant, but I was just trying to be <laughs> yeah, polite. Thank you so to- much. No, uh, so uh, in the same show, there is a scene where um, someone is very public, publicly in a room filled with multiple other people trying to defecate. Okay, yes. They're trying to have a shit. Yeah. And there's some <laughs> struggles there. Are they trying to do it just because they need to go to the bathroom or are they doing it because they're like trying to make a statement? Is it like a no, protest? They, no, they just need to go to the bathroom and yeah. everyone okay. is there like yeah. he's ha- he's having constipation issues. Yes. And Got everyone it. is there trying to, you know, Watching help him. Encourage him. Yeah, encourage him to get over this constipation issue. And it's that, you know, like everyone shits, everyone, everyone does shits. it. Yes. Correct. But do you still want people in the room with you? No, it's why I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. That's like the main reason why I don't want to go to jail. Like, no, I like my privacy when I take a poop. So, so you know, it's just what what different people view as a, a. I don't know that I want to use the word intimate, like a personal time. You know, people people view those times differently, and that's okay. There, I know people that don't like anyone watching them eat. They want to do that 
by themselves alone. They just want to eat without someone else seeing them eat. Sure, you can watch me have sex. I don't care, but I don't want you to see me eating. It's just what they view as as okay. their thing. And we that's where that, you know, like we respect that. So maybe in the world we live in today, we respect all of those things yes. more than maybe they did the those social rights that have so maybe that the it's, uninhibited it's a humanitarian thing. thing to do and i agree with it my i've talked about this before i've i teach my kids they're eight and ten and they're both little girls that you ask someone before you hug them i understand how innocent a hug is from a child some people just don't like physical contact so you don't just hug your friend when you're done playing with them and walk away you ask them hey can i give you a hug we happen to be huggers in my family offer it if they don't want to hug say okay you want a high five yes if you don't want a high five Walk away. Tell them, thanks, you had a good time. And you, I mean, we can all be taught what those boundaries are. And I think that that's 100% okay. Agreed. Good. Agreed. Because we maybe should have gotten a divorce if you're not okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) So quarantine life, though, we have, um, like, something happened today because of quarantine life. Because yes. of life, the uh, Rachel cut my hair. Yeah, I gave David a haircut because. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, so not everybody can see. It just so <laughs> happens that Eric can see. Um, oh, it looks really good. You did a good job. <laughs> so, I actually have cut David's hair before. It's been years. Yes. Years. Um, yeah. But yeah, David has clippers, and you know he's gotten enough haircuts that he's hey do this, hold this, this way, do the thing. And he can do the one side. He just can't do the other side. He can't do the back basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but because the person that he usually goes to, to get his haircut is closed right now because of the distance issue. Yeah. Uh, hairstylist barbers, yeah. uh, you have to touch and you have to be in each other's space. So a lot of them are closed. Mm-hmm. Um, a haircut is not a need for life. No, it's not. So, uh, yeah, the, it's okay. okay to go without a haircut. And if you're feeling desperate enough, then you turn to your significant other and say, Here's the clippers. I can always wear a hat. And um, <laughs> the part I was, the the reason why I'm bringing it up. Because, I was giddy. Because how giddy you were. I why know. the fuck were you so I happy? I was taking why care of so my ha- man. <laughs> I'm taking care of my man, giving him a haircut. <laughs> I wanted to take my shirt off. Like, put your face in my boobs. I'm cutting your hair. <laughs> no, it's because we just got done watching that show. <laughs> Yeah, you're so horny. That show makes you so horny no. all the time. Yeah, it does. No. I said it does. Yes, David, that's exactly why. I will yeah. say going for me getting a haircut in the last however many years. So you guys know, like I have like, I have some hair on top of my head, but it's like, it's not, I don't know if it's actively thinning or if it's like, it's been at this stage for probably like 15 years. Yeah, you know, there like, was a yeah. there was a loss, but then there was a plateau. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're still and, a beautiful man, Eric. You don't need it. Well, anything. thank you. <laughs> um, but I go in to get haircuts is like this weird sort of like social exercise in like um I like make believe sort okay. of thing where like without fail 
whoever's cutting my hair, it's usually some like the cheapest barber I can find, will be like, so what are we doing for you today? And I'm like, just you're cutting it shorter. Like there, I don't have <laughs> options. Like there's nothing you can do with my hair. You could like shave it all the way completely off or you can like cut it shorter. But I'm not going to be like, I'm thinking about bangs. Like there's no long-term plan with just like it's maintenance at this point. How deep of layers do you think I should go here? Yeah. Like just make me look as like as least terrible as possible. That's the goal. But without fail. And then oftentimes they'll do a thing where they like spend a lot of time on the top and then like combing it afterwards and like going through this big charade of like, ooh, what a lustrous head of hair you have, sir. And like looking at me in the mirror and like like raising their eyebrows and like I'm like, just stop it. So Rachel, you might have to be my new no nonsense, yeah, no right. bullshit. No, I, hairdresser. I, I got a couple names I can give you. Um, but no, that's that's like going to be my favorite haircut. Like, what are we doing today? I need you to make me look the least amount of terrible possible. <laughs> like, just whatever you do, I don't care. Just the least amount of terrible that we yeah, can Yeah, if you for. can get it to like a seven on the terrible scale, I'll call I, it we'll a We'll take win. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. So. Okay, I... Like I got an easy one. Okay, it's super easy, and I heard. Is this it, a song? Yes, I heard it this week, and um, it was. It's just. It's always a reminder. It's always a smack in the face. Uh, it's always one of those songs where every time you hear it, you sing along, and you're like, "Wow, that was good," but you don't need to hear it again because it was just played. Yeah, just like once a year, once every 5 years. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe maybe more now because of how old it is. Okay, okay. You know? Okay. And you're going to get this on the, maybe the first line. Okay. Do you want to tell Wait, me the year? Yeah. It's Say the best. If you, raise your hand if you know it and then I'll and then I'll Oh, so basically, so basically, I'm playing too. Yeah, Eric, do, you don't want me to beat you. I don't want you to shout it out until like I have until a chance. you know. Yeah, and I won't shout it out either. If I like get it right away, I'll be like, "Ooh, I know it. Okay. I think I know it." Okay. That one finger will be like, "I think I know it." A hand will be like, "I know it." An old man turned. 97. I know it. <laughs> did he win the lottery yeah. and die the next day? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And I heard it this week, and it, it was like, it just takes you back to a whole nother place, right? Oh, yeah. And, and it, it's so good, and you can't, like, she's so beautiful, but... You hear it one it time. It is and... what Billie Eilish's fans are going through right now. Yes. Is that yes. what it is? Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like for, the for whole our album. age. Yep. Yes. We were like, that is speaking everything that I feel inside. <laughs> and then the harmonies on that song are like uh, insane. Yes. They actually make her sound like a harmonica. <laughs> yes. Like with all the backup vocals. I know. And then. Um, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It I, good... I, so I will say, uh, what's the name of the movie? Dogma. Okay. Uh, Alanis Morissette plays God in Dogma. Mm-hmm. And when, when she walks out and I see that it's her, I go, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. 
Thank you, friends. Thank you so much. We cannot say it enough. Uh, thank you, Eric, for hanging out with us. What a good you! You did great. That was so much fun. I did. I feel like <laughs> you. You were amazing. And oh, please okay. uh, tell everybody where they can go find you. And uh, 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 like my physical street address no. is two. <laughs> plug, uh, <laughs> plug everything that you do, Eric. Tell everybody where everything that they, anything that they can go find you, connect with you, because you are an amazing person doing amazing things. Um, I. Ha- you know I what? We didn't like even say. I'm so stuff. sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say like you paint. That is my favorite oh. part about your Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, that's most of my Instagram these days is just paintings. Uh, and that's just my name, which is Eric Bernat, B-E-R-N-A-T. Um, and I have a, I wrote a book uh-huh. that's oh, yeah. on Amazon. I guess you could look at that if you're like, it has nothing to do with improv. So if you like got sick of talking about improv, it's absolutely nothing to do it with improv. It also has nothing to do without the Dave Matthews band. Yeah, with, or, chickens. With. or chickens. Or chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. We, yeah, go find Eric's book. On, do you want to name the book? Name the book. Uh, the book is called The Dancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's on Amazon. I think it's on, if you have uh, that thing, where, like Kindle, where you can like, you that pay, one. it's free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can read it for free. Oh, wow. Okay. Or you can buy it. Okay, I, I, that's what I that prefer. Kid thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We prefer you buy. Go buy Eric's book. Uh, go find him on Instagram, Eric uh, Benat. Right. B e r n a t. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. It was such a fun show. You should come you back and do it before. again. I would love to anytime. If you want, we can just set this up so that David doesn't have to be here. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then you'll get to see I have to practice being like, thank you, friends, for finding us. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourselves right now, we're so grateful that you're spending that time with us. uh, We just cannot say it. Uh, Please try try three of them. There's three episodes in there somewhere. Uh, um, And if three's not correct, it's okay to keep going. (laughs) It's okay to keep going. I mean, you never know. <laughs> and, um, there's plenty. I want. I don't want to say there's plenty of fish in the sea. There's plenty of episodes to choose from. Yeah, and friends tell friends. If you are, if you've been listening to us for a while, um, we consider you a friend, and we want to be friends with your friends. So nothing helps us grow our audience more than friends tell friends. And um, thank you, thank you so much. We just. We just can't say it enough. And and I want to say thank you. Thank you to Eric for hanging out. So great. Such a good co-host. Um, thank you to uh, Team Sound and Team Tech and Team Music for doing all the things that you do so we can do the things that we do. And uh, thank you to R. Thank you, D. And thank you for the D. <laughs> Love Shut up. <laughs> I love you. We love all our friends. <laughs> and that means you. And we hope you enjoy this podcast too. Don't believe anything we say. There was very little bullshit today. <laughs> because we'll do us. And you do you. We love you. Good night. Aww.